For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And time now for our Monday Mizzou Breakdown with James Carlton from Carlton State Farm Insurance on the web. It's carltoninsurance.net. And, James, the matchups come out on Sunday. Things could have gone a lot of different directions. Nobody knew for sure. When you saw Cotton Bowl, Mizzou versus Ohio State, what was the reaction? Oh, thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. I mean, you don't get a bigger brand than that. Now, since you know, in the last 24 hours or so, we've had their quarterback enter the transfer portal they certainly have some uh, highly touted players that are going to be probably draft eligible that may opt out. So you may not get the, you know, the full uh, effect of the Ohio State Buckeyes 2023 team. But nonetheless, let's not forget, you know, I feel like this uh, season Mizzou's having is pretty parallel to what Kansas State did last season. And Kansas State made the Sugar Bowl against Alabama and got wiped off the field. So even with Alabama having a lot of opt-outs, they still have five stars you know, behind those opt-outs. So I'm not writing off the Buckeyes by any means. I did see that the spread changed pretty sharply once their quarterback entered the portal. I think it went from like six and a half to three and a half. But how about them? how about Mizzuto? The complete opposite. It seems like they'll have all all hands on deck. The players are thrilled. They're excited. Um, Eli's been all over, you know, with his little comedy sketch show <laughs> I, I i i swear i i guess it's because reese had probably be, uh, been on on the air for about four hours but but it's almost like he was laughing so hysterically hard on a, a pretty harmless you know eli bit i was like man reese this isn't bill burr I mean, right. <laughs> reese was hysterical with his little oh i'm getting a call right now from uh Connor Staggs or Stallions or whatever his name. When I, I think Eli is a lot funnier with ten wins than with six wins. I got to be oh, honest. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, I think, and this is where, and, and he's a young coach who's going to mature on the job, not just coaching, but I think even how he carries himself. You can't be the comedian when your team is kind of muddling along and the fan base is restless. I think timing's everything, and I think he knows right now his stock is up. But you're right; it wasn't that funny. But I don't mind a coach poking a big time national story. Most of them are too afraid to even like touch a story like that. Right? So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't hilarious, but I I enjoyed it. I will say that. I don't think you reacted with a belly laugh, like where you had to like wipe tears away from your eyes, did you? Right. No, it was <laughs> it was not. You're right. Maybe Reese was delirious at that point. I, I think you know this idea that maybe Ohio State it doesn't matter to them. I don't care. I would rather all their best players played. I mean, where are you on that? I would rather Mizzou beat Ohio State at their best than have all these guys opt out, which might happen. I, I think oh, if you, you want to win that game with them playing at the high level. I mean, look at um, the 49ers last year. I mean, they started playing a guy nobody had ever heard of named Brock Purdy, and everybody was writing that team off, and he played great. And, and look what they did to the Eagles yesterday. So, no, I, 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 Ohio State has, I don't know, I, I read like 18 five-stars over the last three years, five-star players. Mizzou has, what, one? <laughs> so they have some highly touted kids behind the already highly touted kids. So I'm not writing them off regardless of who suits up for them. But the casual fan, it's the only game on that Friday night on the 29th, they're going to see a team playing the Buckeyes. And if that final score is Mizzou beating the Buckeyes, Eli can walk into any living room with 11 wins just coming off a win against one of the top five programs in all of college football, 
And if he can sell a 6-6 six and six season and he's had some pretty darn recruiting classes for Mizzou, I can't wait to see what he does with a potentially 11-1 season. And I'm not just talking about for the high school kids. The transfer portal is probably equally, if not more important, and that just opened up, and it is the Wild West out there right now. Yeah, you just seeing Mizzou's name week in, week out when they do those Tuesday night CFPs, and then on the Bulls selection, they're one of the prominent teams. The, the the cachet of all of that, you just you can't put a number on that. And I agree that beating Ohio State, if you lose, does it undo a great season? No. And do do people remember year in and year out who won certain bowl games? Not really. But if you can remind them and say, hey, we beat Ohio State as part of our eleven wins. Uh, this past season, I think I just think it means more to Mizzou. That's probably obvious because of Ohio State's pedigree. But I felt like in 2007, that team and Chase Daniel and Macklin and all those guys and Pinkle said we want to go out with another win. I feel like they're going to be highly motivated. There's no way they're mailing it in after everything they have accomplished this year. No doubt, and I, you know, this isn't the biggest game by any stretch of the last 20 years for Mizzou, but I would argue it's the biggest bowl game. Because that game that you referenced in the Cotton Bowl in 2007, probably January 1st of 2008, against Arkansas, doesn't carry the same cachet. Fast forward six years later against uh, Oklahoma State, again, both great wins and and, uh, the resounding win against Arkansas, but it's not the Buckeyes, right? I don't care if Marvin Harrison's not playing or their quarterback's not playing. It's still the Buckeyes, and I, I think this would be such a big program win and carry so much momentum here into the offseason. And let's talk about what Mizzou has coming back next year because I think Drinkwitz has already said a lot of guys. He's hinted at it today. So where do you – I guess my point is even after the bowl game, is this momentum sustainable? I know you look at the roster closely and you're going to lose Schrader. Yeah. Burden's going to be back. Cook's going to be back. I think Norfleet's emerging. I think it's – you know, you're going to have some tough games. Is it Oklahoma's in the mix next year? Alabama's in the mix, I believe. But is it sustainable? I think that's – if I'm a Mizzou fan, that's where I'm at right now. Okay, can we kind of – get this into a 8, 9, 10 every year sort of deal? Well, you're, you're welcoming in two new teams to the SEC with big pedigrees as well with Oklahoma and Texas. But here's the thing. You have a quarterback. You have a quarterback with a lot of experience and a quarterback that ideally will be coming off a great season in 2023. You have potentially the number one overall pick in the 2025 uh, NFL draft uh, in Luther Burden. You may have Theo Weiss back. You may have Mookie Cooper back to, de- to be determined. You just never know with this portal. I mean, it seems like a lot of times it makes sense. Some of the guys that have left uh, or entered their names in from uh, Mizzou, you know, they're, they're guys that haven't seen a lot of playing time. I get those guys, right? They need to get on film, and, and they want to play. But, you know, Dominic Lovett last year, that one kind of came out of left field. He led the team in receptions and yards and the SEC in yards and all those things, and, and here he was looking for greener pastures. And so I hope we don't see any of that. One thing I'll give Coach Drink a lot of credit for is that locker room. I mean, I know it's cliche, but it seems like it's connected. I mean, these guys want to play. They want to finish what they started. Um, you know, those mini movies. You can really tell that this this team is is a brotherhood, and they they want to finish out strong. So I'd be shocked if there's any opt outs uh, between now and December 29th. But you know, I, I, I guess I can never be that confident because it's college football in 2023 and it's so much different than we had 10 years ago how about the cfp itself the breakdown i think we all knew right you're going to have the top two michigan's undefeated they're in washington took care of business they're in i think with texas winning and they've got a win against alabama so those three there there was no argument there and then it's uh, then it all comes down to is florida state at 13 and 0 in or is it alabama with the one loss granted to a very good Texas team. I just don't know how you tell Florida. I understand the matchups better, and maybe they are the better teams. I just don't know how you can have a system where you tell Florida State you checked all these boxes, 
but no, you don't get in. I, I and granted, they should never have been at only having four. Should have expanded a while back. But what was your take on the final four? It was odd. I was nervous going into that broadcast. I don't know why. I knew Mizzou had zero chance of getting anywhere near the top four. But I was just nervous because I knew somebody was going to be left out that was probably deserving. Now, if you were truly going with the four best teams in the country, I think Georgia would likely be favored over all of them on a neutral field. Even a rematch against Alabama, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia was a field goal favorite. So it's hard for me to say that Georgia's not one of the four best teams, but I knew they weren't going to get in. They had their chance. Uh, they knew if they didn't win, didn't win that game, they're likely out. Florida State took care of what they needed to take care of. It wasn't pretty, but they have a great defense and shut down Louisville rather effectively. It's tough. I mean, we just talked about you know the 49ers losing their quarterback last year and Brock Purdy playing, uh, playing at a really high level. Who's to say that you know with an extra month's worth of practices that they can't find a really effective offense uh, with their backup quarterback and and it's it's brutal. I, it is brutal for that team that won every game on their schedule, did everything they had to do. Their defense is maybe the best in the country, right up there with the top three or four defenses. Now, do I think that Alabama would probably beat them on a neutral field? I do. I mean, I really do. I think Alabama's playing, I mean, they're finding their stride at the right time. And, and I would say they, they would be my pick to win the whole thing right now. Um, but it's a, good, it's a good top four. Very intriguing matchups. Washington, just all they do is win. Uh, sometimes pretty, sometimes not so pretty. But out of the four teams, I'd argue they might have the best quarterback in Penix. You know, yours, McCarthy, you got Milrow. I, I, I might take Penix out of all those guys. So, hey, if you got the best quarterback, you always have a chance. I think they kind of got hosed a little bit with the location, playing in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Uh, that's going to be a Longhorn-friendly crowd. And then if Texas does win that game, they're going to be uh, playing the national championship in Houston. So Texas has an ideal road. And then uh, Alabama also, you know, um, will be able to travel to Texas if they can get past Michigan. And so... I think it's really intriguing matchups. I thought the reaction from the Michigan team was <laughs> rather funny. Yeah. They seemed shell-shocked and a little disappointed that they didn't see the Seminoles up there for their matchup, and they saw the Crimson Tide instead. And I think they want it. it, it is that kind of telling, though? I think they want it to play Florida State. Who won it with, a, with their star quarterback not being able to play? So, I mean, if that tells you anything, I think the committee got the four best teams, but certainly not the four most deserving teams. And I think Texas and Alabama were kind of connected at the hip. I think if one got in, the other one had to get in. I mean, especially Alabama. If you're going to put Alabama in, how do you leave Texas out? Texas went to their own place and beat them by 10. So it was really intriguing and entertaining to watch about a few minutes of the spin from the committee. But after you know the first half hour of that, I think I was on to other things. But it, yeah, it's, it's going to be fixed next year, ideally, with 12 teams. Uh, coincidentally, ironically, whatever you want to say, the ACC was kind of the roadblock for this 12-team format not already being in place, and the irony of them being the team that's left out from their conference. So I feel for him, though. I really do. Mike Norvell had every right to have the scathing statement that he issued, the AD for the uh, ACC. I get it. I, I, I get it. Somebody had to be left out, and they had a perfect season. But on the committee's formula of how they determine these top four teams, one of the criteria is if there's a coach or player that's unavailable. And I, clearly that's what they sided with, that they didn't think that Florida State was a top-four team without their quarterback. I don't want to get James Carlton a uh, bitter former Rams fan with all that PTSD. I don't want to stir that up, but this committee reminds me of the relocation guidelines. Oh, boy. Because it's sort of vague. It's sort of like, here's the rule. Well, but yeah, maybe. Well, we'll see. Like, well, here's what you have to do to qualify. Yeah, but maybe. Well, I don't know. I think 
it, I was having a flashback to the relocation guidelines. Is that a fair analysis? Is that Boo? Uh, Boo, I forget his last name. His name Boo, Eric, Boo Corrigan. What a, what a great name for the guy everybody's <laughs> mad at, Boo. Is he the Eric Grubman of the CFP? Yes, <laughs> who, who I remember famously because yeah. Strauss said it was a puppet show, and I asked Grubman up on the stage at the old Keel, Stiefel, whatever it was then, and I said, people have called this a puppet show, and he turned kind of like Bookman in Seinfeld, and you should, I don't do puppet shows. Said, oh, okay, okay. Well, we all know it was, in fact, a puppet show. Oh, I was having a flashback. If, if you asked me would I rather have a Mizzou over Ohio State win on December 29th or to actually see Grubman getting testify or have to testify under oath, I might, I might go that route. Uh, I would love to see that guy squirm in the, in, the, in the trial chair there. But, yeah, no, I mean, I get it. it it's tough. I mean, I, Alabama is one of the four best teams. I really believe that. I think sure. Georgia is one of the four best teams. But the, this, the outcome, I, was, I think the safe play would have been Florida State. I think that was the easier route. You could have defended it rather easily. They won their conference. They were undefeated. And I don't think the Crimson Tide could really bark about it. Um, you know, they won their conference, but they lost. Yeah. And I know that they'd be like, well, why would we ever schedule a big-time opponent in the non-conference ever again if we're going to get penalized for it? So you can litigate this back and forth. Somebody was going to be upset. Of course, it seems like Nick Saban always kind of gets gets through. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And Brendan and I are going to talk about this later, but how bad is the NCAA at their job that it got to this point? Every other sport has a champion on the field. Hey, the World Series, who won? You don't debate it later. Oh, well, the, I saw it play at the NBA Finals. I saw who won. And think about how ancient this system's been for a while. They used to have the writers vote at the end of the year. Well, who's number one? Well, the writers would vote. I mean, that's how they decided it not that long ago. So this thing, this thing's been mucked up for a long time. But hey, James, next, getting late. Next year will be exciting, though. Oh, yeah. looking forward to that. If if nothing else, they've created even more excitement for the expansion because people are like it's so obvious, so necessary. Uh, getting late in the year, good time for folks to review sort of their insurance needs, whether it's auto or home or life. How simple is the process if they want to reach out to you and your team? Absolutely. I was looking at flights to Dallas yesterday. They're expensive. So let's find ways to save you money, whether it's going online at carltoninsurance.net. It's so easy and so quick to get a quote on your car, your house, your life. Or you can call or text 314-961-4800, and you'll get a live person right away ready to help you out. Uh, yeah, things are expensive. Everybody's uh, expenditures on their household are going up. Let's see if we can find some ways to save you some money. And believe it or not, sometimes it's really significant money. We're talking 30 40%. I mean, so that, that, that is a reality that we can help you out with, and it at least doesn't take long for us to check just to either, A, confirm you're getting a great deal, or, B, save you a lot of money. And just by checking, we're going to donate $20 to NIL on your behalf. CarltonInsurance.net or call 314-961-4800. 961-4800. You can also text that line. Coach Carlton checking in with us on our Monday Mizzou Breakdown. Congrats on a fun year, 10 wins, but, boy, but eleven and two just looks a lot spiffier than uh, ten and three, doesn't it? Absolutely. Let's, let's put a bow tie on it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.